0: They call me the Dick Whisperer because of the way I make them rise. Ten hut like soldiers, ready to fight. Mystique gonna take good care of you, make you feel like a big kid now. So come grovel at my feet and give your mistress a Your Yo, I'm no chiropractor,
1: but I'm about to crack your back. Everything you never knew you needed is going down tonight. I hope you... I just say we're ready now. Let's take a flight. Have your elevator higher than the sky and the flowing on cloud nine in XC. You'll be falling in love, making love to me. Now, girl, what's my name?
0: This is Mystique.
1: This is Mr. Everlasting. The following episode of The Safe Word features special guest Giselle Lloyd, a member of the black transgender community who is graciously allowed as free reign to bring you an open, honest, and educational conversation that we hope you find both informational and enjoyable. Thanks for listening.
0: This is Mystique.
1: This is Mr. Everlasting.
0: And this is The Safe Word. Safe Word! How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. It's been a long weekend. It's been a long... I think I got six hours of sleep over the last two days. Six? Yeah. Uh Uh-uh. I thought I didn't. Mm-mm. See, I work to 11, and then I do my homework to like 2, and then the kids get up at like 4 or 5. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh
1: doing too much. So, uh, to, with us today, we have been on our interview series, and we have Giselle Lord. Is that what you go by? Is that what you prefer us to
2: call you? That, yes, yeah, that's, that's fine.
1: Okay, we have <laughs> Giselle Lord joining us, and Just tell the people a little bit about you before we get into
2: these questions. Oh my God. Okay, I I wasn't prepared for that one. Um, I'm, my name is Giselle. I am um, from Mobile, Alabama. I live in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, A little bit about me, I am a homebody. I do fashion design. I also do like female impersonation and stuff like that. So, you know, we do like the drag shows. that's pretty much it you know i don't drink i don't smoke just chill very laid back so
1: yeah that's cool i was just telling them earlier uh i am having to ingest like two gallons of water because i don't really drink that much anymore but mm-hmm. oh i had way too much last night what Boy, was it, the
2: celebration
1: yeah we um do poetry and stuff we had a show and it was okay. off first real show back with like a a in-person audience so I mean it was it was a good time and it was for a good cause we were doing it for breast cancer awareness and we were raising money for that so uh you know we had a good time so that's good congrats to that I appreciate it and thank you for joining us again so um thank you for having me Hey, no problem we're not going to hold you up too long but we are going to go ahead and get into these questions and uh I'm gonna let my lead it
0: off. Okay. Well, first question: Can you tell us a little bit about being transgender in the black community?
2: Um, I think it's a. I think it is like a case by case basis. Um, I think ultimately, um, oh god, <laughs> I think I really think it's, it's. I mean, for me, it's not that hard. I think it's all about who you surround yourself with, and that's what anything in life. If you have, you know, a positive group of friends or a group of fam- a family who's supportive, then I think you can get through anything in life. You know, there are going to be um, times when, you know, um, you can go places in the Black community and they'll be able to, you know, in a sense, tell what you are, and that may be a hindrance to some. And then there are some times when you can go and they, you know, they don't pay you any money. So I think it's just a case-by-case uh, basis. For me, it's, it hasn't been a difficult journey because I've learned to, you know, Kind of ignore ignore whatever people say if they say anything at all.
0: Okay, okay. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Okay. And can you tell us for our listeners who may not be fully educated? Can you tell us a little bit about what it means to be transgender?
2: Okay, well, to be transgender is to um, transition from your born gender to the gender that you feel you are within the inside. So that is what it means to be transgender. You can be male to female which is what I am or you can be female to male, uh, which means you're going from a girl transitioning to a boy. So that is what trans transitioning or transgendered means, meaning to, in a sense, change your born gender to the gender that you feel you should have been born in.
1: Okay. Um, what do you feel are the biggest mis- misconceptions that are displayed by the media about transgender people?
2: Um. I think the biggest misconception is that we are uh, these big truck driver looking men. (laughs) 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 We're these big truck driver looking men that we all look like Caitlyn Jenner, uh, that we're like either prostitutes. I think that's the big biggest misconception that you face, that we face in the media. You know, we there, I'm sure you've walked past a transgender person, you know. It want almost say every day, but you have walked past a transgender person and not have known that person was transgender. Uh, but I think the how we how the media wants us to be perceived is the biggest misconception. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, with that being said, why do you think there is such uh, like a discourse with many members of the Black community and the LGBT plus community?
2: Um, I think it has a lot to do with like the church per se. I also think it has a lot to do with, you know, I don't think anyone wants their their child, their children to kind of grow up in it or have a difficult life, you know, or be discriminated against. And I think a lot of times, you know, for so long, being gay has always been you've been discriminated against, you haven't had all the, the rights or the liberties that straight people have. And then being black and gay or being black and transgender. You know, a parent doesn't want that. And also a parent doesn't want their child to, you know, um, be harmed. And I think that's another misconception, too. And I, and it could just be that, you know, some people just doesn't approve of that lifestyle. It, it, it's, a, it's a multi-layered cake that, you know, the black community um, has against gay, lesbian, bisexual, the trans community. Um, I think it just I think it has a lot to do with, you know the media, and how we're perceived, you know, I mean, if if people just really, I'm sure everyone has a gay friend, you know, but you would not want your, I'm sure. But a lot of people who are watching this interview, they have a gay friend, but they then themselves won't want their child to be gay. So it's like a, it's like a a double-edged sword. That's what I think the biggest misconception is, is that, well, I think the problem is that, you know, people just see us as one facet as opposed to being, you know, a uh, auntie or uncle or a sister or a brother or, you know, a doctor or a lawyer, they just see us as being our sexuality. And that doesn't or shouldn't define
1: us. All right. Yeah.
0: I love how you talked about how, because, you know, a lot of the times when we think about people who are always saying, well, I don't want my child to be gay. I don't want my child to be this." I love how you brought about the validity of making wanting to make sure your child is not harmed because it's a Mm -hmm. lot of people who have gay children who have been victims of hate crimes, and nobody wants that, nobody in any capacity wants their child to be harmed. So I love that you brought up that point and you were able to bring up like that is a valid concern for people to have. And I love that you brought that up.
1: You said, Oh, yeah, absolutely. You said something, um, that really really stood out to me as far as people only focus on the sexuality they don't focus mm-hmm. on the duality of you know like it's hard enough to be black it's hard enough to be gay but to be gay and black you know what I mean like that right there speaks volumes because a lot of people don't think about that you know what right I mean? um there have been and then too you talked about you know people being harmed one of the main reasons that we uh wanted to kind of get into this interview was because of the fact that there was so much violence against uh black trans you know members of the black trans community. Um and especially those that were male to female um transitioning. Like mm-hmm. and it's almost like people uh it's like they care about what they want to care about, but it's like they weren't caring enough about that. Like it was the the focus, and don't get me wrong, like I, I hate crime against anybody, but especially when we talk about the black community and we talk about the things that were being perpetrated um, against against like, you know, these these black men and women who were getting uh, killed by police, but then they weren't acknowledging the fact that black on black crime, you know, as far as against like black trans, the black trans community, it, it was almost like, oh, well, we didn't really need to talk about that. No, you need to talk about that in the same breath. Um, right, absolutely. Be for one cause, <laughs> but then be against another. Like, you know what I'm saying? If if you are going to be black power and ride for black people, you need to ride for all black people.
0: Amen to
1: that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So that's that that really stood out to me. So I just I wanted to say thank you for mentioning that. Oh, thank you.
0: And our next question is, um, what is what are some things you hate people asking you as a trans woman? Um. Well, I don't
2: really, I wouldn't say I hate them asking me because they don't really ask. Um, I really don't have a question. I mean, because I'm, I'm, i I'm, I'm very transparent. I, I, I openly live my life as trans, trans woman. So I don't really hate when people ask me. I hate the things that people do to see if if I'm trans. Like they will compliment the smallest things, which is which is like, oh, I love your nails. Like, I have just I have mm-hmm. red plain nails. Like, what, what's, what, <laughs> what, but I, you know, what? Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's a way of them to probe and to, to figure out, you know, what is it? It's something different about you. I just hate the little, it's like the little nuanced things that people do. They don't know that they're doing. But like, oh, yes. It's like, okay. Those little things that I It's that, hey, I don't, you can ask me whatever, but it's, it's the little things that people do or work or serve or yes, it's like, uh, okay, you've cl- you clocked what I am, so
1: okay. It goes with I got you. And you know, and and just <laughs> that's important too because I think I think with that being said, I think a lot of times um people are afraid to just openly talk about and ask. Mm-hmm. Um I was telling Mystique that uh despite us knowing one another. I, I really kind of wanted her to, to cultivate the questions. and here's the only reason why. Like when um, everything kind of, and I, not like that it's not been around, but my first experience with uh, the trans community was not a nice one. Um, it was not a nice one. And it wasn't anything that I did intentional, but I had, I did a, a show uh, with someone who I wasn't aware that that was what they were, well, that's what they were going through. You know what I mean? Um, I thought that they were queer because it was just a part of the title of, of the tour. Um, but in a Facebook post, you know, when we start talking about proper pronoun usage,
0: uh-huh. you know,
1: I I literally, one of the dates got canceled. I was in the city in between where they were going to and where the show was the night previous too. And I think I said something to the effect of, well, if you need somewhere to stop or you need uh, directions or somewhere to hang out. And long story short, I said, bro, that's just how I talk. It was, oh, their partner jumped on this status so fast. And like, just, I mean, when I say just, went off on me, I was just like, oh, whoa, wait a minute, like, what did I do? And even she stepped in and was like, you know, this is, because at the time, she wasn't going by she. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, but now she is. And so she stepped in and was just like, hey, no, like, that's an ally, don't do that, you know, he doesn't know, you know, he just met me, like, so on and so forth. And so I've always just been kind of like, you know what, I think I'm just going to Chill, like right. I lean back and 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 I don't know if anyone else has had experiences like that, but I think it's what we're so afraid to offend people that sometimes they feel like beating around the bush is the only way to get answers, but that's not the only way to get answers. You just have to make sure that if you approach people, you have to approach them respectfully. Um, and especially if you know what it is. I saw something the other day that said that when people get married, they don't have an issue set calling you wife or calling you uh, Mrs. So why do you have a problem um, saying my proper pronouns? It's not that difficult. You choose to make it that difficult. Um, and, and this has been, you know, over the course of like three or four years that the more education that rolls out, the more informed that everybody can be. And I think the more respectful and informed conversations um, we can have as community, as a whole. Because like you said, you know, it, it's, it's no separation. It is just literally uh, needing the fact to have educated conversations. And you can't be afraid to have educated conversations. So um, once again, thank you for being here because that's what we're here to provide so yeah, oh, absolutely we always talk
0: about the different facets because you know we started this podcast because there wasn't a big black presence in the kink community and we wanted to do education on the kink community and that's why i brought the idea because i was like we really need to bring someone who's transgender on especially with a lot of things that are going on in the media bring somebody on to talk because a lot of people um they don't quite understand and I feel like people automatically get mad because I was a person, um, a few years ago, I understood somebody being gay, asexual, transgender, but I didn't quite understand the concept of non-binary. And I was one of those people who thought they, them pronouns were ridiculous. I was like, pick something. I was like, pick a sign. And then it had to be explained to me and I had to understand what was behind that and why people felt that way so I feel like people should take the time to educate themselves. because like I said I was the same I was okay with everything but I didn't quite understand and I was like I was one of those people a few years ago who was like they is this improper grammar and then I had to realize that okay especially black when black people always talk about people who have they well I'm not using they them and I'm like but when you and you love say they but like, They told me this or they told mm-hmm. me that. You use it all the time. And then when I tell people, I like, yeah, people love to talk about they and they said this and they doing this. People are like, well, who is they? So that's, just a, that's something I had to come to terms with too. And this brings me to another question um, that I want to ask. What is the best way that you can support a friend or family member who has come out as transgender? Because that happened to us we had this friend in college we had known them well we had known her for eight years as male no 10 years as male and then what we never like and it was i don't want to say came out of left field because of course i'm pretty sure that's something they had been dealing with their whole life but we were they came out to us you know she came out to us and she was like i'm a transgender woman and we were all like wow And we were like, it was a shock to us because we
2: didn't see it coming.
0: We didn't. I don't want to say it like that, but we we didn't see it coming at all. Like if you had asked us 10 years ago to pick somebody out of our friend group, they wouldn't have never been like the fifth person on our radar. Mm-hmm. And you know, so of course we was like where was like okay, how we're we gonna do this? What are we gonna do? First thing we were like, do you want us to take all your old pictures off? Like we were going extreme, but then we were like, what, what can we do? Because we didn't know because we didn't want to be rude and we wanted to show a lot of support. So I was like, okay now we're gonna because they told us on um, the name that they go by now. And I was like, we're gonna anytime we tell a story, we're gonna use this name. And then we had to help her learn how to wear, like we was telling her about wearing skirts and why like, you gotta make sure you keep it pulled down. So all your business. So how would you tell, say to support what's the best way to support a friend, what, friend?
2: well that what you guys did was that's beautiful because a lot of people don't have that type of support. So that that's beautiful that you guys that you did that with your friend. I think the best way to show support is just to be, I think just to be like a just to be a friend, just to, just treat the person normal, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just talk about like the regular stuff. I don't think we I don't think people always want to talk about their sexuality or their transition. Just I just just treat them normally. Cause for me, when I when I transition, um my sister always thought I was going to be a pastor. She's like, oh, yeah, you're going to be a pastor. You're going to wake up. You're not going to be gay anymore. <laughs> like, okay. And she just kept saying it, kept saying it. And, you know, I, I, I'm like 28 years old at the time. And everybody in my family was just like moving on, like getting, you know, my cousin had a baby. My sister was doing this. Everybody, and I was just still living my life for my family, per se. And then I woke up and realized, hey, you know, if I'm ever going to transition, now is the time to do it. So, um, I went and got implants and did the whole transitioning process or whatever. And when I came back, my sister started crying and she was just so upset or whatever. She was just so upset. We didn't speak for maybe a a few, few weeks or so. And then she gradually came around and she realized that I'm still the same person. I just have on a new outfit, you know, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I think. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm still the same kind hearted, sweet person that you thought I was funny, goofy, whatever. I just I just have a different color. And I think a lot of times we we see transgender just for their sexuality, just for their their hair or their makeup or their breasts or their hips or whatever. But it's not there. We, we should see them for their personality. If they like, you know, anime or if they like blues or they like jazz. You know they, We are still people. And I think that 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 is what gets lost with transit, just treat us like normal people. You know, I think that's that, and that you'll see if the world just treated us like normal people, then, you know, I think it it would, we wouldn't have this type of hardship or need to have these type of interviews because you would see me for who I'm, I'm trying to live my life and I would see you how you're trying to live yours. Right. So that brings us to our
0: last question. What kind of changes overall would you like to see in the community as a
2: whole? Um, changes, I think, Ultimately, I think I would like to just see, you know, people just learning to accept people for who they are and um, just continuing to grow and continuing to just just learn about the the process and learn about learn about people and just learning people for who they are. That's ultimately what I would like to see. I mean, it's not going to be it's not going to happen overnight, but I think that if you if you're open minded, then you can maybe then the world and, and how people perceive transgender and how a Black woman perceives trans people can, can just be better, you know? Okay.
1: okay. Um, before we get out of here, this isn't really a question. This is just something that we like to do with everybody that we interview. So because this is the safe word, we always ask for what's one word that means something special to you um, and why is that word so special to you? Something that stands out. Basically, I guess you could say a word that you would use to describe yourself or just something that, you know what I mean, really just relates to you.
2: Well, I don't I wouldn't say it describes me, but I think the word that 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 is most important to me in my life and my friends or how I want my I think is accountability. I always want people to hold me accountable. I want people to, you know, let me know when I'm being rude or being Or acting out as, and you know, or when I'm seeing something in a way that I shouldn't be seeing it. And I also want to be that person where I hold my friends accountable and say, Hey, you did this, that wasn't right. Or, Hey, you know, I know you may feel like this, but how you just did that, that wasn't cool. So I think ultimately, if we hold each other accountable and do it in a loving way and not like a condescending or a patronizing way, then I think we all can grow and improve as people, you know, because we're all just trying to growing and, and learn each day so I think accountability is the most important to me in my life
1: that's a phenomenal word I don't think we've ever had yeah, anybody I had say when I love
0: that really
1: one. Yeah. yeah that's cool well Giselle uh, we greatly appreciate you for joining us this evening um, Thank is there you so anything much for else her? that you want to uh, let the people know um, if you have like I know you said that you do your um, you say you do the like the drag shows and things like that. Is that, you Yes, honey.
2: <laughs> yeah, I do, I do, I do drag, I do the drag show, but I, but I mean, I'm here in Atlanta, so if you're ever in Atlanta on a Monday night, you can come catch me at the Stars of the Century, um, where we perform and do female impersonation. But other than that, that's it. I want to say thank you guys for um, reaching out to me. I hope I answered your questions or maybe shed some light onto being trans,
1: so.
0: Thank yeah. you so much.
1: Absolutely. Thank yeah. you. And uh, we're gonna make sure we get all your links and stuff like that up for the people so they can know where to find you. And on that note,
0: this is Mystique.
1: This is Mr. Everlast. And this
0: has been the Safe Word. Safe Word! Baby, you got
1: what I want, and I got what you need. Let me open up Pandora's box when you take heed.
0: Hey, this is Butter of of Powerlines Poetry here to let you know anytime I feel good, I have to look good. So you have to listen to me. Make sure you go to gurudesigns.com. Use a three instead of an E. The website is great. So you can get something for yourself. And then she makes custom clothes for men too. And guess what? I got a promo code for you. Use 20 slash 20 and it'll get you 15% off of any order, $25 or more. You can't beat that. Go to gurudesigns.com.